Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast, the official podcast of jaysjournal.com and fansided.com, where we discuss all things Toronto Blue Jays baseball. We'll talk about news, rumors, and game recaps. So whether you're a diehard fan or just getting started with the team, this is the podcast for you. Here's your host, Craig Borden, with co-hosts Jason Lyons and me, Ken Alfred. You're listening to the Jay Bird Watching Podcast. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and thank God I get to talk about something other than Bills losing last night right now is about where I'm at in my life because, ow, it kind of stung right here. But on that note, we have some good things to talk about and some bad things if you haven't talked about like what our actual sh- show title is for this evening, which, by the way, guys, the before I introduce you all and get going, apparently we already have a definitive 100% yes for <laughs> our Did the Blue Jays Lose This, this Offseason as what we named the title of the show this evening. So we get to talk and dive into that further, but ELC apparently on our YouTube listens is already 100% accurate for what we were shooting at. So, <laughs> Ken, Jason, how are we doing this evening? Uh, we're doing all right. You know, like, sorry I missed uh, last week. Unfortunately, Mrs. K got a little, got a little hurt and, uh, you know, nothing major, but it was enough that uh, she actually used the line, I would rather give birth than to feel this pain Ooh. that she had. <laughs> and it was just going something with her neck and back where she couldn't get comfortable sitting. She actually had to sleep sitting up, Oof. which is yeah. weird. So... Spent last week taking her to the various doctors, chiropractors, a lot of medication. And of course, she's already back at work and she already wants to hit the gym. (laughs) (laughs) To that point, the the biggest thing out of that is she is feeling better. So win. Win. (laughs) Jason, clearly you're a little bit more excited, at least about non-baseball related sports than I am. Anyway, we'll start. (laughs) I mean, we are coming up to I I think we're, we're not. Are we allowed to say Super Bowl? We're coming up to the big game. I think that, that's what we're allowed to call it now, unless we're paying for the rights to talk about it. Um, I mean, for me, I, I got to be honest with super you. Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. I mean, I was happy <laughs> the Niners won. I don't think they played very well, but I feel like they were adapting to a um, a team they didn't know a lot about. And um, the Packers are young. Uh, they're hungry. They played well. Uh, Jordan Love is is for real. Like he's a he's for real quarterback. And um, you know, I, I thought they underutilized CMC and then, um, George Kittle just went and had a game and, and, you know, it was, it was an awesome win. It's great to get, uh, you know, I don't think that they're going to be happy if they don't make it to the Super Bowl and probably win. Um, but I, I will be very honest. I, 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 I find the bills mafia and all of this whole thing with the bills. So incredible to watch. Um, I've got nothing but time for bills mafia for bills fans for people who are that dedicated to their team so too bad you lost but hats off to people who love their team as much as bills fans do yeah apparently the sacrifice to the pit was not quite enough the other day so that's about (laughs) me (laughs) i don't know if anybody's heard the weird rumors and whatnot but obviously they're building the new bills arena in the parking lot next yeah. to the current arena um so it's literally a giant pit right now and it's been like everybody's been making the jokes about like this is sparta and you kick people into the pit <laughs> and that's sparta. what we've been doing for the last six weeks <laughs> when you talk about you know taking down Mahomes in the regular season going on a six game run that was the funny part about the whole thing yeah. but then uh, apparently like i said not enough sacrifices to the pit equals the bill's loss that made me feel like i said a little bit too much like a super bowl loss to the yeah. redskins from a million years ago yeah. so it's just bringing up some PTSD, bad memories, whatever you want to put it. But like I said, let's talk some good news, baseball-related news. All right. Apparently, Ross Atkins and Shapiro were listening to this show last week is the only thing I can think of because they put the de- the the final signature on the dotted line here and brought Yariel Rodriguez to Toronto for um, two years on that contract. And good. there's one sour note to this whole thing, but we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, Yariel Rodriguez is a wonderful talent that you're bringing to this team. And you really, 
Jason, we talked about how good this arm is to add to the bullpen and maybe the starting pitching. You really don't know what you're going to get when he shows up this spring. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I, I really it's it's serendipitous sometimes when you talk about something and then all of a sudden the whole world like literally it was like we finished the show and then every bot on on Facebook was talking about how this deal was almost signed and I was like, is this for real? Like, is this really happening? And then it seemed like we did kind of knew what we were talking about for a minute. Uh, kudos to you know to the Jays uh, management for kind of sniping this one. Um, under the radar. Uh, it's a good deal. It's a steal of a deal. Um, I like him a lot. Um, I think he gives you the opportunity to add him really anywhere you want, except for a closer. He can't close, but um, anywhere else in your pitching roadie, he's going to be, he'll be fine. Um, he'll, I, I feel like, uh, I feel like his, his, uh, just the way that he is just watching videos. He's a pretty excited guy. I think he'll fit right in with that clubhouse and Hopefully he has a, a good couple of years, and and uh, uh, you know we can really see what uh, what a what an unknown pickup from Cuba can do. It might be a four year deal. What I just stumbled on to too. That's the other crazy four. part. I'm sorry, it's incentive laden to get that four years, but mm, interesting. Fine, great. What? So, um, J- Ken. Wow. <laughs> um, did you have an a? Check in anything on this Yariel Rodriguez gentleman after uh, we signed him last week. What do you? What are your thoughts? Seeing you weren't here to, you know, gripe on how the Blue Jays yeah. hurry up should sign him <laughs> last week. Now we have him. Well, no, I think it's just added added tools to the tool belt at this point, right? Because now we have, like you said, he, he we don't know where we want to put him. From what I understand, from what you guys are saying, like he could be a starter, maybe a middle reliever. So I think. Uh, we can't go anything wrong with it. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can actually do. How did he do last season? Sorry, because I, I don't really know a lot about him. So he, he in, played in Japan last year and was yeah, crushing yeah. it, like to the point of oh, really? what, 1.5 ERA or something like oh, that, really? Jason. So yeah, yeah, he, it was... um, he's from Cuba. He played two years, three years in Japan, somewhere in yeah. that ballpark. Yeah, and um, he's been really, really good playing in the Japanese baseball league. Yeah, like he's oh. probably you know he he got in about sixty innings last year, which is a to your point, Ken, a middle reliever, yep. and that's probably where he's destined to go. But there is enough question on what's going on in our fifth man or spot for our rotation here that he might just have the stuff to jump in with Manoa, Ricky Tiedemann, if they don't make some kind of move here to add another pitcher here before the offseason's up. I, so. I also think, you know, it's interesting too, uh, Craig, or we were, we were talking about Tiedemann and, and, you know, sort of how successful he has been. I don't know if you noticed or not, but the next day they were talking about that he is, you know, if he's not number one, he's number two prospect in baseball now. And uh, I guess his, um, his in-between season showing has really, I mean, like he's, he's just like doing this right now. He's just skyrocketing. So, I mean, if if Tiedemann falls into the five spot, which I I'm starting to feel like he might, um, let's just put Alec Manoa in a box right now, and and we'll figure that one out in a little bit. But yeah, I mean, I feel like like Rodriguez then um, slots into a good middle relief spot. He's able to give you a decent amount of innings, and um, he's got a good strong arm. He's a decently young guy, I think. Is he 26 or something like that? Um, yeah. So I mean, it's exactly you know, how old he was. It's a good deal. It, it, it's a good deal. It's one of those ones that, that, you know, you don't, it doesn't have any fanfare or anything like that. And I can, you know, I agree with ELC a little bit about, the, you know, us, we kind of have lost the offseason. But I, I'm going to bring up a point after we finish talking about um, Yerod. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I Yerod. think I like I'd, love hear, Yerod. I'd love to hear what you guys think, you know, sort of on those yeah. lines. But so the one thing that I'm reading about Yerod. Just to you know, coin the name right here on this show. Um, he not outside of the good fastball. Apparently, his best pitch is a giant sweeping curveball, one of those what they call a sweeper. Yeah. And the other part that he's really picked up, and what is really he's saying, has taken his game to the next level in Japan. Is he must have learned how Japanese pitchers throw a splitter, because it has helped him out immensely, is what he's been saying. So that is a great pitch if you're getting a nice splitter getting that ball just look at kevin gossman yeah what could he already learn (laughs) if he knows something about how to throw a splitter from kevin gossman that could be that next notch or even from that fact uh from kikuchi yeah so 
Ken, Ken, to answer your question, last year uh, with the 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 Chinchi Dragons, uh, he had a one point one five ERA with sixty strikeouts over fifty four and two thirds innings. So, oh, I mean that's that's pretty darn good. I mean that's yeah, yeah. I don't know of too many guys over there. That are, I, I mean, you know, I take it with a grain of salt. I mean, it is you know, it is the Japanese league, and it's it's certainly not MLB players. But I mean. Pitching is pitching is pitching. Like, I mean, if you're if you're dotting it, you're dotting it, no matter what league you're throwing it in. So just wow. think about that though. If he's what even in inflated, let's say he doubles that. He's still at a three something ERA over yeah, six, I know. over sixty innings. <laughs> That's pretty good. Not bad. So <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, talk we'll that one up it. as a win. So we had yeah. one win. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had one win. <laughs> yeah, we had one win. So Go ahead, Jason, go and lay out what well, you, were, uh, so you were thinking. I, I've been, I, I, I was looking into this the other night, and I feel like free agency was sort of on fire for a bit there, and then all of a sudden it's come to this screeching halt. And there's still lots of names out there. There's still deals that haven't been made. And, you know, I feel like, and, and I'm not 100% sure who the linchpin out of this group of four that I think are the the what has put the stop on on what you know what was happening for deals so if you guys think i'm wrong and then i'd love to discuss why we think this is a possibility so i think snell bellinger montgomery and chapman not signing at this point or not having significant offers they wouldn't think i think that's a huge deal and i find the most interesting one to be montgomery i feel like he's one of these guys he was a, a, a an all-star in the playoffs he, he has been great everywhere he's been. Everything they talked about in the postseason last year was that this guy is all world for a teammate. And yet they can't seem to find a place for this guy to go. Um, you know, it, it's one of those weird things. So why do you guys think, like, I, I agree with, with the listeners in saying that I don't think, I think that we've lost this offseason up to this point. I think there was opportunity. We're gonna get to that. That's a whole segment, right? But <laughs> do you, what do you guys think is stopping those four guys from moving? Do you think it's money? Do you think it's term? Do you think it's just Boris. the, teams, the <laughs> team? What'd you say? Stop Boris. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean Chapman. Like, why is Chapman not signed anywhere? The guy's a Gold Glover. He, he's he was great. He's been great as a J. Like, there's yes. lots of teams that need a third baseman. Especially one of his caliber defensively. Yeah, yeah defensively, and he's great. Maybe. Go ahead, Ken. Well, I'm just wondering, is it just is it really just the money? I mean, are they really trying to hold out at this point? Or like, I, I can't imagine why they would do it. Unless they're de- there's some demand that's non-financial that they're, they're looking for. Because like you said, you have four guys who are actually really, really good. But for some reason, people are not touching them for whatever yeah. reason. Doesn't make I mean, sense. I think we all can agree on Cody Bellin. Cody Bellinger is going to be Cody Bellinger A or Cody Bellinger B. And Cody Bellinger yeah. B is not very good. So mm. I can understand why teams might what might not want to take a chance on him. But even if you go, like, if he's not willing to accept anything short, I mean, I think then you throw a little bit extra money at him and maybe try and get him for a year or two to see what Co- Cody Bellinger you're going to get. I mean, he's a lefty bat, so I mean, he's, he's unbelievably attractive right off the top. But then... You know, Blake Snell, like we we sort of kicked this horse to death last week, Craig. Like Blake Snell is is a Cy Young almost every year, one of the best in the game that's doing it. And again, like, like why can't this guy find a home somewhere? Um, I don't know. Do you think it take it'll take one of those guys to go and then we'll see another big surge of of crazy moves like and a domino kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I he's. Think, I think he's the chip to move right now. He is now the number one top free agent on the list, Blake Snell. You know, mm-hmm. maybe if he moves, that that finally sets the last bar that you needed to get across for all these other guys to get through. But to that point, I to me, I think it's a, right now. I think all those guys have Scott Boris as their main um, manager. So maybe all this four is of them do the power of manager moves. Yeah, he really. Yeah. I didn't know that. He is the sports manager. Like if you're talking about what they base Jerry Maguire on, not that's in as fun of a comedical way. 
he he would have been the one that fired Jerry Maguire. Yeah, he would have eaten Jerry Maguire alive. Um, <laughs> but I, I just thought it was an interesting thing that that you know the and then the the other really interesting thing that I read is have you guys seen who the top five predicted batting like the you know batting champ and downwards down to five is for twenty twenty four. Yeah. Okay. Go so ahead, play it on us because you know it. Okay. Here we go. So let's go from five. So five is, and I don't know who this guy is. I know who the guy they're comparing him to is. Um, but Wyatt Langford from the Rangers, they say is going to be the fifth best hitter in baseball. Um, he's a he's a rookie. Um, and I, I mean the oh, Rangers. Ha- What's that? He has the opportunity to be the Ronald Acuna of the American League. Yeah, he's that good. Yeah. So <laughs> then, um, uh, uh, Jung Hoo Lee at the, with the Giants, they say it's going to be okay. four. And then, who do you think they slot in at number three with Soto and Acuna above him? I'm guessing Bo. No, I don't know. Vladdy. Oh, Vladdy. Vladdy. They say Vladdy. Right yeah, go ahead. They say Vladdy is going to return to form. They, um, and I mean, God, if he does all of this stuff we've talked about. And again, you know, this sort of harkens back to what we talked about, Craig. Maybe they know this. Yep. Like maybe Vladdy's already shown up and he's in like unbelievable shape and he's just destroying baseballs in sim games and stuff. And they're like, you know what, guys, we're going to be fine. Well, we already have him. He's right here. We have the third best hitter in the game right here. So I, I am now. You I am. That. What's that? <laughs> you need that though. Otherwise, and now, like, I'm you need that. now I'm all in. Now I'm all in. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm. I'm taking back my statements to trade Vladdy, unless, of course, they use this as possibly the greatest bargaining chip you could ever use by saying with a report like this to say, hey. This guy's predicted to be the third best hitter in the game. What can we get for him? You know, can we get three or four pieces, you know, prospect, a, a, a day-to-day player, and a, a reliever for, for Vladdy, you know, and send him to the National League so we, <laughs> so we don't have to put up with him? <laughs> Something. I don't know, but it could be it, you. It could be a play. Yeah, you are 100% right. But at the end of the day, I think you and I – Swiftly touched on this topic the other night, and this is last Monday. So, um, the Blue Jays promoted the Buffalo Bisons hitting coach to the major leagues. So, he's the assistant major or the assistant batting coach for the Toronto Blue Jays this year, and that's Matt Haig. We saw yeah. what he did with the, the Buffalo Boys last year, those are guys that weren't. You won't say weren't meant to do that well, but they did do that well, right? What is that other mantra from Matt Haig come up to Toronto and maybe just get that little whisper? Hey, I helped Davis Schneider hit a bunch of bombs. Try this. Yeah. <laughs> right? Maybe that's the catch. I don't know, man. For for you know, and it's we were talking about this today about about you know what we we're gonna talk about on the show, and then you know, just mm-hmm. just open up the the interverse, and you're just like, wow, there's a whole bunch of stuff down the rabbit hole about baseball. Doesn't matter what time of year it is. So I was happy to find that that little tidbit um, on Vladdy. Like, I mean, it's yeah. it's wildly I it's interesting. Right. I hope they're right. I hope yeah, so too. I think we're all want we want the Vladdy of MVP caliber, not just the one who's hitting the ball really good, but just not at the level that we're expecting. Yep. Right? Yeah. Right. One thing we know for sure, certain this coming year, Shohei Otani can't win the American League MVP. <laughs> so, Vladdy, take that shit. There you go. <laughs> so, um, Blue Jays fans, I've seen many of you coming in and out of the uh, chat room here. Please make sure you, in the chat, if you have a question or a concern or anything you would like to throw at the gang here, please make sure you like enlist it here and we'll talk. So, we'll be good. So, outside <laughs> of that, you mentioned... We are getting eerily close to the end of the offseason, boys. And I'm not just saying that because my Buffalo Bills are out and my Sabres suck. <laughs> so um, we are this close. Pitchers and catchers are going to be reporting on the 15th, I believe. 
I had it in front of me. Let me pull it up. Yep, February 15th is the day Pitchers and Catchers report. So we're that close. And then we have the first full squad workout is on February 20th, a week after that. So we are literally a month away from spring training being in Mm -hmm. full swing today. So it's kind of a nice little perk to know that it's not that far away from where I get to enjoy spring training baseball games. Uh, right. Hopefully they air more of them than they did last season. That was kind of disappointing on uh, Sportsnet, but <laughs> we'll get there, I guess. Um, but boys, the question is where we stand right now as a team. And assuming the Blue Jays make no other moves, we don't land Blake Snell. We don't get Cody Bellinger. The whole Jorge Soler never pans out. Any of these items that we've talked over repeatedly over the last few weeks Nothing more. You get Yariel Rodriguez is your biggest signing of this offseason, grabbing Kevin Kiermeyer and Isaiah Kaifer-Leffa. That's all you get. Everybody else is exactly the same as this team was last year, minus Matt Chapman and some others. Is this team a better team today, or are we stuck in neutral still like we were talking about at the end of last season? Kenny? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of thinking neutral at this point because there's no big buzz. If we landed Otani, there'd be a lot more buzz, right? Uh, there would be World Series rumors, and people are probably selling World Series tickets for all I know, right? But uh, I think we did. They're already did selling the- Blue Jays, Otani, Japan shirts in Japan because somebody clearly didn't get the memo. That's an article <laughs> on jaysjournal.com today. Uh, and I, I don't want, like I said, I don't want to be a downer thinking, oh, we're not, we're not as good. I think we're just as good. I just hope that the performance will will turn up when we need it to turn up, right? If if Vlad has the year that we think he's going to do, if we can give Yerod the innings that can help us close games and and rely on like Romero to really close it off, then yeah, I think we can probably do just as good as last year, right? Yeah, I I, I agree with you, Ken. I think that I don't think we've gone backwards. Um, you know, I feel like, like the guys that we've lost, we could have, we could afford to lose, um, basically, you know, based on depth of, of position. Um, I feel like you lost wit and Matt. Yeah. Wit, I don't, I don't like, I don't like wit. That's what I don't like, but I mean, it's, you know, (laughs) we have three wits, you know, like it's, we actually have four now with IKF. Yeah. With IKF, we have a fourth. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's for me. I still think the Jays are in the top 10 in the entire league. Um, I think they're probably, I mean, if you, if, if you're to really nitpick it, I think you're probably looking, you know, in the American league, I think you're probably looking at the Rangers still being the, the best, um, the best team, uh, the Orioles being two, uh, I would say maybe then the Rays, then the Jays. I mean, I think that's a, probably a pretty fair assessment. Um, you know, there's some sleeper teams in there. Yeah, there's one thing that is going in the Blue Jays' direction in the American League East, anyways. The Baltimore Orioles have done jack and or shit this offseason. <laughs> <laughs> so, now they're pretty darn good, though. Talking about, yeah, I'm not knocking that. Add, but... I'm not knocking that. But if you talk about how they take the next step, they need pitching. Yes, they, 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 they should have they should have went after the Blake Snell, the you know, Jordan Montgomery to what your point was to be able to really get that ace in that because you still don't know what you're gonna get for some of those kids. There's a reason I have like a pile of Baltimore Orioles rookie cards and all the baseball cards I've been going through lately because it's all rookie talent. If Grayson so, Rodriguez doesn't come out this year and have a g- good season. Yeah. They picked up Kimbrell. I mean, that's one move, but they do I mean, they do really have, I mean, they've got Jackson holiday. I mean, I, I, I gotta tell you guys a story. So last night, a friend of mine, Jeff Guile, who played in the majors, his brother played for the Yankees for a number of years. Good guy. Good dude. Um, I saw him last night. We, we were playing hockey and, um, he, he actually, it was so interesting is he, he was talking to his friend who he went to Oklahoma uh, state with, and he was saying, well- do you remember when we were watching Jackson when he was a little tiny kid? Because Matt Holiday used to come to their training facility and train in the offseason. And so they would see Matt, and then they would see this little kid. And uh, uh, Guile would say that it was one of the best kids he'd ever seen play baseball. And 
I guess. I, I don't know a ton about him. I actually came home last night and looked him up and I was like, oh my good gravy. Um, it, it, this That kid is a bounty of riches for the yeah. Orioles. And I mean, you know, is that because on, you were they... watching the holiday family home run derby on YouTube? Is that what you were doing? <laughs> no, but I, 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 that did come up. Great yes, video, but, man, right? I know it's a great <laughs> video. But I mean, I think that, that the Jays have been stagnant. They, they, I think that you might be looking at a T at a, at a, a, a organizationally where they feel like they're pretty good. They, they feel like they can sort of still hang with the big guys. You know, the Yankees certainly made some, some impactful moves. And I mean, I think Soto makes them better, but I mean, I don't know. I, and Stroman probably makes them better, but they were kind of crap last year. So, I mean, you know, better is what? So, yeah, it, I quantify better for the Yankees right now. Yeah. I, I really don't know what to get or what to think. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When I look at that roster, and I, I'm sure you two gentlemen are thinking the same thing. They made some big splashes, but outside of the rest of that, it's like, okay, great. You traded Domingo Herman away, or lost him, and then you put Marcus Stroman in. Herman barely played last year. <laughs> so it's those kind of like, they lost somebody and then added another. And it was like, okay, great. You're the same as you were. And last year yeah. you didn't make the playoffs. The Red Sox, I'm, the Red I'm, Sox are pretty much the same as they were. The Yankees are mm-hmm. pretty much the same as they were. The Jays are pretty much the same as they were. <laughs> the Orioles and the Rays. Like the, those teams, those five teams have changed very little in this, this postseason or in this offseason. And for me, I'm wondering, like I was, you know, bringing up with those four guys, if there aren't some big trades or there aren't some big moves on the horizon here for some of those teams that when they get into spring training and they're like, gosh, the cupboard is a little more bare than I thought here. Um, what do we do here? And I mean, I know that's when Chapman and, and, uh, and um, Cody can start to demand real crazy dollars because they're going to be your, by far your best bet especially if somebody gets hurt. Like if somebody gets an outfielder hurt in the first couple of games, I mean, just give me the pen, Cody, and, and just put what you like on it, right? Like, I mean, it's it's crazy to Maybe think the that. Play. And I mean, you could probably get Bellinger for, would you think 25 million would do it right now? I think that's where he's been projecting. I think you're accurate with that statement. That sounds so about right. Are you are you Are you better to get ahead of it and sort of say, hey, you know, we're not going to take a chance on this. Like the Rays aren't super deep in the outfield. The Boston is terrible in the outfield. Like, I can't believe they haven't signed Cody Bellinger to this point. Like, I don't know what's stopping them. Like their outfield is pathetic. It's awful. I think they're stopping themselves on that one. Jason. Maybe. Yeah, I, think they have... I think they're worried about spending too much money and going the wrong direction with everything going on right now. I I, that's the only thing I can see. They also have that Yoshida kid who is the real freaking deal. Yes, so he is. I think they're planning on building around him is the plan. So, hmm. and I'm not just saying that because I pulled one of his autographed rookie cards the other day from a ba- pack of cards and it was apparently <laughs> oh, worth $40. You <laughs> yes, you are. It's for sale if anybody wants. <laughs> it's got Red Sox on it. Ew. <laughs> I'm wondering if it's just that the but, teams feel feel confident in the core group that they have, and they're just gonna, you know, play for singles and bunts versus trying to go for like a triple or a home run. You know, I don't know. I mean, agents. I feel like part of it is the Buffalo, the you know, the Buffalo club as well. I feel like the that Buffalo club really gave Jay's management a real like confidence boost to sort of say, if we don't get any deals done. Like, is anybody going to be mad if we put in Spencer Horowitz or if we, is anybody going to be mad if we put Schneider in? No. I mean, they're proven guys who've proven they can play at the major league level and well. And then, you know, oh, okay, well, we didn't sign Chapman. Oh, look at Berger. He's gained 15 pounds and he's hitting him 500 feet. Like, I mean, you know, we have, uh, there's tools there that, that could make this a really exciting, you know, season. I, 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 I look at the, the, 
the interesting thing that I'm drawing is I'm drawing a, a, a real line between the Vancouver Canucks and the Toronto Blue Jays. The Vancouver Canucks changed very little. They've been the same team for three years, basically. And they were crap. And then they were crap again. And now they're like the darlings of the NHL. And everyone's like, oh, Rick Tockett. It's not just Rick Tockett. I feel like sometimes a group needs a chance to gel. And I love the fact that even though, you know, Jim Rutherford, they call him Trader Jim because he makes, he's had the most trades of any GM ever in history. But I do like the fact that he has let this core group marinate and it's now starting to show fruit. So maybe Ross Atkins is smarter than we're giving him credit for. And he's finally got these guys to a, a marinated group where, you know, where Biggio can have a standout year and Bo can have a standout year and Vladdy can have a standout year. And then everyone's like, oh, well, thank God we didn't spend $700 million on Otani, right? So, I mean, who knows yeah, We didn't point? trade that guy for Dalton Varsh. Oh, wait, what? No way, we didn't do that. Bad. Super <laughs> <laughs> I said it. I went there. <laughs> but to that point, I think he's going to have a better year this year, too. I can't, you know, it's, there's something about, like you were just saying, that comfort. That is something that could help out a Dalton Bar show, to your point, a Kevin Biggio, whoever it might be, yeah. to take that next step. And like I said, I'm hoping that in the midst of all the Blue Jays roaming ridiculous instructors that they have that are going to be coming to spring training, it's a who's who's list of who's going to be coming to spring training as far as the coaching goes, guys. Yeah. Victor Martinez, Edwin Encarnacion, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. And then that's not even including the guy, like I said earlier, man. Matt Haig moving into his new role too. So yeah, yeah, it's all the right people to be having down at that spring, that wonderful new spring training complex, and hopefully get these guys right for 162 games. And then the other thing oh. too is there's probably a few guys that are dangling around in the in the ether, like a Kevin Pillar or a you know just guys that haven't signed or have had a contract expire, and they're still you know they're not you know they're not 42, but they're not spring chickens and. I mean, I, there's always guys like that. There's always guys when spring training starts, you're like, oh, the Jays, you know, the Jays gave a PTO to this guy. Sweet. Like, you know, and, and who knows, you know, it's, it's coming up on a really exciting, you know, couple of weeks of baseball, you know, when they start to settle in and you start to see, you know, guys in tip top shape and guys in not tip top shape and, you know, like what Who's you're going to get their life candidate. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> I, it's very interesting. I was listening to a thing. Um, uh, I can't remember who it was. Oh, John Cruck was talking about how at the start of the season, you're the strongest you're going to be, right? Like you've been hitting the gym. I mean, he's not the greatest example. I don't think he hit the gym a lot, but he was as strong. He felt as strong as he could be, right? He's coming into spring training. You're mashing home runs. I don't know if you guys know this, but a lot of major league hitters start out the season with a heavier bat than they finish the season with because mm, yep. At the start of the season, you're full. Yeah, you know, you, you, you're as strong as you're going to be. You're swinging the crap out of the thing. Game one forty eight. You're you you know you you got some wear and you're tear. You got some miles, and you know it's getting a little harder to rip that thing around. So they they yep. the uh, equipment is actually being manipulated now to help these guys. You know, have benefit down the road and down the season. So, um, yep. you know, I love when spring training gets close. There's just something about it that's so exciting. I'm even going retro here. If you, I, I found this program from when I went and actually went to spring training. There's <laughs> an R.A. Dickey on this. <laughs> Red Dickey. There we go. Red Dickey. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Jason, I really got to find out how the hell you read into my random crap that I'm going to ask every night on this show and you somehow get in my head. Do I have like the scoreboard, like literally telling you something behind me? No, or I feel like you... sometimes we share a brain. <laughs> because I, it was a good article on Jay's Journal that was going kind of down the ballpark of where you just said as far as who could be that one-hit wonder that could help the Blue Jays this season. And we're not going to dive into who that person is for this team, but I thought it was fun that this article was about who were the top seven Blue Jays one-hit wonders of all time. So oh. it's to be fun oh. to have a little talk around that and see if you guys can guess some of the names on this list. And then I'll give you the list. So I just figure we can go around to here. Jason, do you have any Blue Jays off the top of your head that you can think of that were, like I said, the one-hit wonder. You had an amazing season from this player. 
that was like that was the reason we were a good good team that year. Not somebody um, that was consistent, but like bam, like a I little. Feel like like my, I feel like my first one would be um, Chris Colbello. I didn't yeah, call Wait for you because that is one on the list. <laughs> Chris Colabello is known for having a monster 2015 season and really became the everyday left fielder, which is funny because he barely ever played left field. <laughs> he was always a first yeah. baseman, especially yeah. seeing him here in Rochester, New York, way too many times playing for the Rochester Red Wings. Um, he was in the Twins organization for a million years. But yeah, he destroyed the baseballs that year it was actually a really big reason we were good that year mm. kenny you got any of that come to mind uh i'm gonna go a little really old, there's no time frame there's jays of all time best all time like one hit wonders it's, yep i would say paul molitor well he got one good season out of him as an mvp but to that point i would say that paul molitor is a hall of famer so he wasn't exactly mm. a one-hit wonder yeah, I was he, gonna say Ricky he, Henderson. But at that too, point, he like, had no. that like one amazing, ridiculous season with the Blue Jays, so that definitely yeah. stood out. So you were barking up the right tree, but think one and done. I guess was a better one way of never? saying it. Yes, uh, and I, I'm going to say one here that I was actually surprised that wasn't on here. Um, we got um, a really, really, really good season when everybody was hurt this this season. That this season that this happened in 2002. Reed Johnson. Yeah. Hmm. I can see that. The other one that just surprised that he wasn't one on, but I guess he's in that ballpark kind of where you were going, had just enough good seasons and not call it a one hit wonder. Yeah. <laughs> um, did Eric Hinsky just play one for the Jays? He went, he played for the Blue Jays for a long time, but he is on that list as only having one good season. One good season. <laughs> and I like the reason him, Eric Hinsky is famous to this point. Is he played on more consecutive playoff teams than anybody in history? Because <laughs> he kept getting, he was one of those guys. He played in the playoffs for like at the end of his career, six straight seasons as That's a first right. base, third base bench player. That's right. That's right. So it was really ironic that he was in that many playoffs teams and obviously never with the Blue Jays from being the 03 rookie of the year is where you were going there, uh, Jason, to your point yes. of being a one-hit wonder and then dropped off the face of a planet. That's what I was thinking. Um, I knew he was a big disappointment. Uh, I, I kind of liked him. Um, the only other him. one I can think of, and I, I'm trying to remember what his first name was. Um, his last name was Phelps, I think, wasn't it? Or um, Josh Phelps? There yeah. it is. Yeah. There's one of them. <laughs> I loved Josh Phelps. Yeah, uh, he was a good he player. A masher. Yeah. He had 40 home runs that one year. Who was the... It was slightly did, ridiculous. What about Smoke? Did Smoke... Did, did Smokey have... Smokey had a couple of good years, didn't he? Yeah. I'm thinking they're lumping him in that category where I had Reed Johnson and Molitor. Yeah, and Joe maybe. Maybe. A standout year out of the years he was with the Blue Jays, but he had a... You know, it was a good tenure as a Blue Jay kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. So, but, uh, Ken, do you have anyone to add to this list, or do you want me to go through the there's list a couple, here? There's a couple of names, but I can't remember the second one. The first was like, I can't remember what his first is. It Troy Tello, what's his neck? What's it? Oh, Troy Tulowitzki. There you go. I can't remember. Tulo would have actually been a Hall of Famer if he could have ever stayed on the field. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. It's one of those guys that just couldn't stay healthy, very much like what we see today with Danny Jansen. Hmm. Yeah, I well, I, I think Tulo was even worse, though. He got hurt. Like, he got a good idea, and he was out four to six. Like, <laughs> yeah. Buzzing. Yeah. Pulled his idea. Because the argument here is for every Roy Halliday, you have a Josh Towers. You, for mm. every, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's that flip side of the coin. So you want to hear the one-hit wonders that are... Uh, sure. Yeah, Edward Eng at jaysjournal.com here, our official podcast affiliate listed out here. So, Gustavo Jacin. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I remember him. <laughs> so, Gustavo Jacin was literally so good one year that the following season, during the opening season of the baseball, they had a cologne night. That was Jacin. Right. <laughs> That's right. That's so awesome. So, <laughs> and funny thing is, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I still remember that. And I wish I, I'm going to have to make sure I tell Edward about that one. Is I'm like, you missed an opportunity here to plug an awesome perf- or a clone, man. <laughs> well, Tulowitzki had one. Bottles were ever made. They could have yep. called it Smell on a Troy. 
<laughs> Smelling a Troy. <laughs> Simpson. Stole from the Simpsons. Shirt. Sorry. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, see, now we're just getting into the marketing of uh, what we did here on, <laughs> on Jaybird Watching, part of jaysjournal.com, part of fan site and network. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Chris Colabello was one of the ones that you guys got. The other one was Jeremy Accardo. I don't even Relief know if picture. I remember that person. Yeah. Uh, so basically, yeah, this is the years that BJ Ryan was in the bullpen, and that first year he was famously hurt. So Cardo was the closer and did really, really damn well for the Blue Jays that season. So there's one. Plummer Bush, they threw into this category. Interesting. Because his best years were after he was out of the Blue Jays uniform. Yep. <laughs> that is hmm. accurate. Famously traded to, with, got came to the Blue Jays with Graham Lloyd and David Wells when we uh, traded Roger Clemens to the Yankees. So that's fun. That's the tidbit there. Hmm. Um, catcher, John Buck. Homer Bush and John him. Buck. I knew this Homer would Bush. be an all-name team by the time we were done with it. <laughs> <laughs> and Eric Kinski was the uh, second to last one. And then Josh Phelps. So to your point, a thirty a thirty home run, one hundred RBI campaign in that in uh, twenty twenty two or two thousand two monster year. Yeah, there's you know how much that was aided by having Carlos Delgado bat in front of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, wow. I thought that would be fun to quick hit on here while we were just chit chatting. And like I said, great, uh, it was like you were reading my mind on some of this stuff. <laughs> Because that's where I was planning on going in this conversation here. That was I do what I can, buddy. You got rookie of the they year. Don't, they don't call me the best color man in the business for nothing. <laughs> Why do I feel like I'm picturing that part in Major League where he's like five that's ball? It. Five ball. Oh, no, don't you remember when he uh, <laughs> when they 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 hit the the he hits the the um, Willie Mays Hayes gets on and he's. Uh, the, yeah. the color guy is dead quiet, and he's like, "That's why he's the best color man in the business, ladies and gentlemen." He just <laughs> he says nothing. He has a sip of the hey, over to um, at one point. He's like, "Hey, Lonnie, how do you think of that play?" He's sitting there like breathing into a bag. <laughs> I gotta rewatch this oh, again, man. That's so good. Major League One and Two are gold, and honestly, mm-hmm. Major League Three back to the minors is poorly underrated. <laughs> it's hmm. stupid, but it's just another baseball movie. If you take the whole idea of it being a major league movie out of the equation, it's fun to watch. <laughs> so, anyway, I have w- one last thing that's, because I've gotten fun, had fun goofing around with the uh, AI image guy stuff with you guys, like every end of the show right. here. While we're goofing it. around with it. But is there anything either of you two gentlemen would like to talk about before we wrap it up here? I'm gold, buddy. No, I'm good. Gold. All right. So and la- last week in the I think you were there the week before too. I did yeah. the uh, AI photo thing that I've been doing on our Instagram, TikTok, all our social media stuff, and I like just going over the last week's one on this show before I post the next ones up for the week, okay. and, and see if you guys cheated or already knew what's going on or what. But the idea last week, I'm going to share these pictures with you, and you want to tell me which Blue Jay this is? Brandon and Belt. I have one more picture. <laughs> and the last one's the seal of the deal. If you didn't figure yeah. out that one, looks was. like Brandon Belt to me. Could be Bautista. It does look, yeah. So I think this other one will sell it. So we get to move on to the other picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. There you go. Jose. <laughs> Jose. Jose, 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 Jose. I don't know. I don't so, know if Ryan Gones would like to be portrayed as that whatever's running behind Bautista there. <laughs> this 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 guy back here. Or pro Kukuchi. What are you talking about? It looks like people are throwing food at him in the midst of this, though. There's a little <laughs> although yeah. there was plenty of things thrown on the field during that game. <laughs> yeah. So but like I said, it was funny that uh, what I typed in was like Crobat Blue Jays because you can't type in names. So I have to get clever with how I describe the image I want it to show. And they gave me it gave me the bat flip. I can't complain. I thought it was cool that they literally like brought it out to the point where it was like comic book ready kind of like thing. So action action pose boys good times good and the reason i thought of jose bautista's last week's trivia thing is did you hear what jose bautista news is in the 
in the world these days. Yeah, didn't he buy a soccer team? I was about to say, didn't he buy a soccer team? Right on the nose. We both got it. It's like I, I'm sneaking trivia within the trivia. Look at me. <laughs> so, but I thought that was really, really cool that he was, um, that he's in, in love with sports still after, you know, retiring and all that stuff to be able to do something like that. It's a full time commitment doing something like that for a, it, I don't think it's an MLS team, right? But it's a Las Vegas one below soccer team. Yeah. Yeah. One okay. below the MLS, I think. It's a feeder team. Interesting, though. I mean, it's I find it cool when guys do, um, you know, multi-sport. Like, I imagine growing up, you played soccer and all the rest of it. I've got breaking news. Do you want breaking news before we uh, go off the air? Absolutely. Breaking, breaking news. This is just it. Uh, the Pirates have signed left-hand pitcher, pitcher Aroldis Chapman. Apparently, they've agreed on a one-year deal. This just in. Uh, yeah. I would play my breaking news sound, but I couldn't get to it fast enough. So, Chapman is a pirate. There it is. That's an interesting one. And that seems very um, Kansas City Royals move to me from last year. Yeah. I. So, I, I mean, he's a young team. He he's a good guy to have on the team. Yeah. I mean, Chapman was pretty good last year. He certainly, probably. I would say the Rangers were really pleasantly surprised with what they got out of Chapman. Um, mm-hmm. You know, based on age, based on how he'd been the two years prior to that. Damn. You know, so there you go. There's your breaking news. Hmm. Take it home. So with you. To that point, though, the Kansas, excuse me, um, Kansas City was the one that actually had him and traded him to the Rangers, and they gave up a good piece. Cole Reagan's. The Rangers gave up. Oh, really? Yeah, to get Chapman. And if you, that, Ken, that was the game you and I were at over this past season. And Cole Regans was the guy that was pitching for the Rangers that was just mowing through the Blue Jays until he had that little weird step. And yeah. Oh, my God. I remember that. I'll never forget. Four straight walks. Yeah. Yeah. Four straight walk pitches almost. Yeah. And then then Double K hits a home run. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that that I, that was one of the wildest innings I've ever seen in my life. And uh, but to that point, Cole Regans is a hell of a pitcher that they gave up. So th- this is the Pirates throwing money at a situation where they need a they, maybe they're good and they have Chapman in the bullpen. If they're not, you trade them to a contender and yep. get a Cole Regans. It's a win win. I feel like yeah, because I have a strange feeling that Chapman's got more in the tank than uh, he leads on, and I. And this is back to certain Yankeeisms. He's not the first Yankee to say that they ruined him. Their ex-Yankee to say that he ruined him. So crazy stuff. Anything else, my friends? Nothing, buddy. Uh, think we're good. Today's still spring training. I got to get exactly. like a, we'll get a, a ticker. Clock. Yeah, I'll get. Yeah, as soon as I can move back downstairs, when my kids are dominating yeah. the whole house, I can. I'll get a ticker. I guess I'll have to 3D print that scene. I got this to work last Ooh, uh, last few weeks. Very, very it came nice. out really nice, actually. Yeah. And I got to make it flat now, so it's not like... looks like one of those weird city skyline things. Yeah, <laughs> and then you does. turn this one, it's like, oh, there's our logo. It's going to sit right there next to Jordan Romano, because that's the only Blue Jay I pull in a deck of baseball cards in like a month. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Have you guys seen these, though? No. You can get the... They like They're like vintage looking. So oh. it's meant to look like a 1977 uh, tops card. I oh. did. I did notice this, and I'll send you the link, uh, Craig. There's a guy here in Vancouver, <laughs> and I don't know what the deal is, but he seems to be selling off his collection of cards. And um, he had Ooh. some good baseball cards. He had um, a couple of like Ken Griffey rookies and a few other, um, nice. you know, ones that. I mean, they're not huge dollar cards. They're probably worth uh, you know 25 bucks or something like that. They're they're high production. But they were neat cards. Like there was a bunch of kind of cool, and they're not new; they're old. So they're the actual old. And he's got them all graded and everything. So I'll send you the nice. I'll send you the link. Yeah, because I like it as, as the many things we've been talking about doing as a side thing here to Jay Bird watching. Uh, that's something I planned on doing in our merchandise as we're throwing things up on the internet and be like, hey, look, baseball cards. <laughs> I'm gonna mm-hmm. make the umbrella of selling things along with. Uh, you know, doing our wonderful show here that we're not going to taint with horrible advertising. So nobody, please take that message the wrong way. Side. <laughs> On its own, eBay. Horrible, whatever fun we can find. And hopefully, like I said, we're going to get our friends at Dugout Mugs and 
whatnot involved a little bit and because the bottle opener oh, somebody right. used it probably a few minutes ago when i opened my beer <laughs> it's got magnets on it it's not just uh the squints thing here <laughs> forever my friends um but on that note that's the end of the show so blue jays fans thank you very much for tuning in i hope that you all realize that you can talk to us we are here to be the jays bar room chat Make sure you hit us up and comment in there. Thank you for the people that did, including this wonderful agreeance to our show title tonight. <laughs> and I'm going to reference one more time before we go off the air. Yes, we definitely lost the offseason at this point, according to ELC on our uh, YouTube following. But you can be like this. We're going to put your messages on the show. If you end up having enough good comments, maybe we'll invite you on this show. We are the Send us pictures. Send us, send us recipes. Come join. Send us whatever you feel like. We're here absolutely exactly and this will be beer by craig yeah. <laughs> or whatever it is at this point right so we'll do the van of white frisbee toss and make sure you get everything you would like out of this show but um until next week obviously tune in live monday evenings at 7 p.m eastern time five o'clock west coast time if you're in jason's neck of the woods going for the san francisco win four, four o'clock sorry i take that back <laughs> um and we're here live like i said if you miss us live, make sure you tune in wherever you can get your podcasting pleasures for. We are the official podcast at jaysjournal.com. So check out the wonderful writing that we referenced this evening from them as well. And that's it, boys. We got a three, two, one. Woo! Woo! Let's go, Blue Jays. Blue Jays, go. Thank you for listening to the Jaybird Watching Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, at BirdWatchingGC, and our YouTube channel. If you want to support the show and get extra content, please consider joining into our Patreon at patreon.com slash birdwatchinggc. Go Jays, go. Woo! At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.